The following program is brought to you by the Humble Farmer Bed and Breakfast in St. George, Maine. Thank you for listening. We are all products of the environment in which we were raised. Now, yes, even though that's a platitude, I feel that I must start with it. Recently, I have seen several pictures taken from the top of Mount Batty in Camden, Maine. You can see Curtis Island in the pictures there at the mouth of Camden Harbour. People enjoy climbing mountains and posting pictures of the ocean and sky and trees. When you see these pictures, you're supposed to catch your breath and exclaim, Oh, that is beautiful! But when I look up this picture, when I look at this picture taken from the top of Mount Batty, it conjures up the most unpleasant memories a man can have. I didn't have to read the caption beneath the picture to know where it was taken because I have looked at a chart of this area for hundreds of hours from the bridge of a ship. When I was in the Coast Guard in 1955, I came ashore on Curtis Island in a small boat filled with bags of coal. I was ordered to place a bag of coal on my shoulders and carry it up, 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 up the long steps to the lighthouse on Curtis Island. And I had to keep doing this until I and my fellow sufferers had emptied the boat. So when I see this picture of Curtis Island and Camden Harbor taken from the top of Mount Batty, I'm reminded of back-breaking labor and two of the longest years of my life. It's not a pretty picture. Hi there, this is Clark Terry here, reminding you to pull your bearskins a little closer to the fire. That's it. <laughs> now you're talking to hey. Ah, watch out for those snapping sparks. Everybody cozy? Now the good news is that you're in time for the humble farmer. You've worked hard all day, and you deserve to relax now. So stay right there and listen to the best of this kind of music.
baritone. Uh, of course, it's not the real, not the real four brothers that we used to listen to 50 so years ago. With nice changes they have. Run That runs right around the whole circle of fifths. Thank you for listening to The Humble Farmer. Going to talk about cooking today, if you're ready. A firestorm of indignation broke out when I mentioned on Facebook that my wife, Marcia, the almost perfect woman, boiled my asparagus for 15 minutes. Now, you'd thought I'd gone up to the State House in Augusta and suggested a hike in the minimum wage. In a area like here, where Quiche now infests traditional grain suppers. I, I was not surprised to be told by, by many of my younger Facebook friends that they eat their veggies blanched or practically raw. Now, our city friends, who never pulled a carrot from the ground, they were raised on mushy canned vegetables, and we may excuse them, you know, for, for liking things that way. They, I think we can compare them with the folks who think that reality is the shadows they see on the cave wall. When they break their bonds, can they be blamed, you know, for, for wanting a vegetable that offers up a bit of resistance or at least some manifestation that it was once alive? Now, because I can't cook, unless you count spaghetti and rolled oats, and by the way, 
you of course can read my recipe for spaghetti and the single person in the main reader's cookbook. It's been republished in several publications. I might suggest that you look for it, the humble farmer's recipe for spaghetti for the single person. Anyway, I admit I can't cook unless you count spaghetti and roll notes. On Facebook, I maintain that cooking is an art that cannot be learned. Some respondents said that cooking is a science. Now, perhaps you have an opinion. Is cooking an art or is cooking a science?
Muggsy Spania, whom I saw in San Francisco, coming from Maine, you know, not much going on, as far as name people go, so it was kind of unusual that I got to see anybody. But when I get out of the service, I hitchhike to California, and I happen to see Muggsy Spania playing there. I never forgot it. Perhaps you have an opinion. Is cooking an art or is cooking a science? We're talking about cooking today. It is a ready-made topic. This uh, cooking, uh, science, art, it's a ready-made topic for discussion. Living on the coast of Maine as we do, well, we know that trotting out the life history of everyone concerned before we actually tackle the matter at hand is mandatory. So I'm going to start with this. One lazy summer afternoon in 1965, I married a wonderful young woman at the Shebeg Island Inn. Now, that was one of my more memorable weddings, and I seem to recall that Tommy Bucci played piano, I played bass, and my wife's father danced with the new bride. And you should understand that by the time I was 29, I'd played for so many dances and private parties that standing on the bandstand even at my own wedding, well, it seemed like the natural thing to do. Later in the day, I can remember this, later in the day, I noticed my philosophy pro- professor, Jim Witten from Gorham, conversing with my wife's philosophy professor, Doug McGee from Vassa. I approached and asked if they were having a profitable chat. And Mr. Witten said, Oh, no. So far, we've only been defining our terms. Well, before inaugurating any discussion uh, on the best way to cook vegetables or anything else, one might start by defining the terms and parameters to be permitted to anticipate in them. But think about this. Wouldn't defining be difficult when you read, stick your fork in the asparagus to see if they are done? I want you to tell me what is done. You know, what is done to one is raw or overcooked to somebody else.
Ghana. Ghana here on the Humble Farmer. That's Errol Ghana, the piano player. Ghana here on the Humble Farmer. Thank you for listening. You know, with any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time right here on your favorite station. If you've never listened before, lock it in, because with any luck at all, I'll be right here next week playing old-fashioned music just for you. Today we're talking about cooking vegetables. Facebook friend Claire says, If one can read, one can cook. Is this true? If you've ever tried to follow written directions to complete some simple task on your computer, you might have noticed that a couple of crucial steps are usually left out. Like his colleagues who write cookbooks, the computer guru writing the computer instructions thinks that you don't need to be told to hold down control with your little finger as you hit F8. Now, I was lucky today... Joe stopped in. Joe said, I says, I don't know how to use this new printer I bought. You know, it'll do everything except wash the dishes and, and, and make the bed. But it's so complicated, I can't even get it to scan. I just print simple things. It's too complicated. She's got one just like it. She's going to come by and show me how to use it. So you know what I'm talking about here. These things are complicated. How to... Uh, how, how to do things if you don't know. The instructions are never written right. And even asking people, when I'd ask my old neighbor Gladys in the trailer next door how long to cook mackerel, Gladys would say, oh, cook them until they're done. And I'd say, Gladys, how, how do you know when they're done? And Gladys would say, oh, you can tell.
playing solos has changed, hasn't it? Huh? People, because these people were kind of, I suppose, breaking the ground. No wonder they lit up when Bix came in the room. What an art it is to play a solo, huh? What was that, McKinney's? McKinney's something? McKenzie and Condon's, Chicagoans. So, poke muffin with finger to see if it's done. Poke a muffin with finger to see if it's done. Read that in a book. And if it's the first time you've ever opened an oven door, you could poke the muffin all day. Think about this. You could stand there and poke that muffin all day, and the only thing you'd learn is that your finger blisters easily. Or how about this direction you might see in a cookbook? Seed and dice a green pepper. Now that means absolutely nothing to me. How does one seed and dice a green pepper? I, let me give you a comparison. My brother tells this story around that when he was 12 years old or so, I taught him how to drive a car. It was probably Model T. He says I'd scream, push on the clutch. And he said that didn't help him much because he didn't know what the clutch was or how to find it. So seed and dice of pepper. If you can't find the dice, well, you know what I'm saying here. If cooking were a science, anyone who could read could cook. I can read. I can't cook. Therefore, cooking is an art.
If cooking were as always time to remind you again, you're listening to The Humble Farmer here on your favorite radio station. With any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time. Thank you for listening. Love to hear from you. I am thehumblefarmer at gmail.com. And if cooking were a science, anyone who could read could cook. I can read. I can't cook. Therefore, cooking must be an art. And Facebook friend Dwayne disagrees. Dwayne says, I am a very good cook. I'm an engineer. Cooking is engineering. Engineering is all about taking things that exist and combining them to make something useful. Cooking is all about taking edible things that exist and combining them to make something delicious and edible. Cooking is engineering, and engineering is not correlated with artistic talent. I'll bet you, what do you want to bet, that if I followed the same recipe as Duane, I'd fail miserably. And then someone would gently say, Humble, everybody knows that you can't roast a 300-pound pig on a turkey spit. But you ain't heard nothing yet Till a friend of mine you've met Personal? Wait till you see What a style is so easy and free Why I see him coming now We'll make him take a bow Step up and meet Harry Harmonica King You're gonna like Harry He plays a mean thing When he gets hot What a treat You simply have to like H-A-R-R-Y He makes the old train blow He imitates birds He plays a sweet solo Too pretty for words At each camp meeting He plays a hymn And all shindigs He's a shining gem That's Harry Harmonica King 
It's rumored that Harry can't play anything. He plays a mean trumpet, just listen to him. He plays a sax and the clarinet. He slides a trombone up and down like this. When he plays piano, they all cry for more. When he was a baby, he played on the floor. Although he sings and dances cleverly, mouth organs are his specialty. That's Harry, harmonica king. Friends, 1929, even before my time, Ted Weems. Old men had best keep their opinions to themselves. I, I raised a ruckus when I mentioned on Facebook that I, I thought my wife, Marcia, boiled my asparagus for 15 minutes. Anyway, after enduring two days of ridic- ridicule on Facebook for eating overcooked food... Asparagus that had been cooked 15 minutes, I asked my wife, Masha, how long she boiled asparagus. And she says, oh, from three to five minutes, any longer than that, and it gets mushy.
Ghana. Ghana, I never knew. One of my favorite tunes. A local psychiatrist has published a book entitled There Are Two Kinds of People in the World. Well, the two types are quilts people who are into delayed gratification and fudge people who are into instant gratification. And this is why quilts are usually around forever and fudge hardly ever gets stale. And this is also why fudge people and quilts people get along so well together. Quilts people enjoy watching fudge people eat up all their instant gratification, knowing that someday when their quilts are finished, they will also get their rush. Whereas fudge people are in perpetual awe of anyone patient enough to wait months or years for anything.
Harry Allen here on The Humble Farmer with any luck at all, you know. You can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time here on your favorite station. Thank you for listening. I read somewhere, who knows where, that California spends nearly seven times more per year on each prison inmate than it does on each student. Ever heard of such a thing? Crime might well be eliminated in California. Think about this. They might eliminate crime in California if students ever figure out that for every criminal killed during a robbery attempt or executed, seven students could be sent to college. Thank you. 
Guyana, who has rhythm, obviously. Someone was telling me about a sociologist at Harvard or one of them places who published a study indicating that everything is youth-oriented nowadays. Do you believe that? I'm not surprised. Society, if you think about this, hasn't society always been youth-oriented? Did you ever stop to think that the Ten Commandments, which are at least 4,000 years old, did you ever stop to think that the Ten Commandments are obviously directed at young people? (laughs) Nobody over 50 years of age would ever have the strength or desire to break any one of them. Two by two they go marching through those sweethearts on parade how I pine just to fall in line with those sweethearts on parade love to join their fun but they bar me It takes more than one to make an army of lovebirds. How I sigh as they pass me by. Those sweethearts on parade. Ha <laughs> ha 
enjoyed their fun, but they bore me. It takes more than one to make an army of lovers. How I find just to fall in line with those sweethearts on parade. Peter Eklund, what a nice original ending there. Thank you for listening to The Humble Farmer. About time to get out of here. I'd love to hear from you. I am thehumblefarmer at gmail.com. Humble Farmer, question for the week under No Things Considered. Can you tell the difference between the Harley bikers and the BMW bikers? The BMW bikers are the guys who can wash off their tattoos when they get home. 